every customer a reference customer. So increase adoption, make them happy, take the largest share of their wallet, that's one. Uh, we have acquired few companies, uh, integrate all the products into one portfolio. I think acquiring companies is easy, integration is where you have to spend time. So that would be with launch in Indonesia and Malaysia and Thailand. Entire stack works on one, that would be our second, and create a template for international expansions and Indonesia, Malaysia being a template for that. Hi, welcome to Forbes India's The Daily Tech Conversation, where we bring you insights from tech entrepreneurs, CXOs, and investors from around the world whose work has a bearing on India. I'm Hari Arakali, and in this episode, Praveen Agarwala, co-founder and CEO of Better Place Safety Solutions, talks about the factors that are coming together to put the company in hyper-growth mode. Praveen and his friend Saurabh Tandon started Better Place in 2015 with one product, offering identity verification. This year, Praveen expects to go well beyond $100 million in revenue by December, even as the company seeks new markets in Southeast Asia for its software platform that already connects businesses with millions of blue-collar job seekers. Praveen, welcome to this podcast. Thank you so much for making time for this. So uh, I'm sure within the world of uh, people who are building solutions to tap the large blue-collar market and building solutions for that, your name is quite well known, as is your company. Uh, for a general audience, maybe you could give us a quick backgrounder about how you came to start uh, Better Place. Give us a snapshot of your career before you started Better Place. We'll go from there. Sure, Hari. So nice talking to you again. Uh, so I started my career in '96. December with SAP as a developer uh, doing coding in C, C++. That's how the journey started. Those days, uh, it was hardcore programming. And then moved on uh, to do uh, uh, programming into different languages, starting Java and others, database architecture. Uh, so that's where I spent most part of my time in the early days at SAP. Uh, I was one of the fastest growing uh, uh, individual within the career path, uh, mm. so took over uh, uh, manager role and then keep growing to VP and so on. Uh, and I started my career with CRM um, and continued different roles within CRM, uh, within SAP. When I quit SAP, I was heading the cloud ERP product called Business by Design uh, uh, completely across the world uh, okay. from a development side. Uh, and, and that was a fantastic journey, uh, learning a lot of things in terms of how to build large-scale solutions, how to interact with uh, customers and manage that in a, in, a, in a world where expectations are very different from India to US to Asia and so on. Uh, mm -hmm. Also understanding and learning how to manage uh, teams with different expectations, different people, different locations and so on and so forth. Mm. And that was quite interesting on how we built a cloud product. Uh, and that helped me start thinking about uh, a solution uh, which is catering to the blue-collar ecosystem. So if you look at all the large SaaS players, right, uh, in the HR space specifically, they provide solutions uh, like Workday or SAP for that matter and, and Oracle and others. They focus on 
solutions uh, towards the white collar people, right? People who are uh, mm -hmm. in a desk job, uh, like engineers and sales and other things, but hardly anyone focuses on uh, the frontline workforce, right? The delivery mm -hmm. boys, the security guards, the manufacturing staff, the retail staff, the contractual workforce, and so on. And uh, I felt there is a absolute need for efficiency, productivity, uh, and, and managing the supply chain in the best possible way in this space. Uh, I studied this market for almost eight months before jumping into this. And I saw this, this is a vast opportunity with 150, 170 million people in India, which nobody is addressing. Mm. And if you look at uh, worldwide, this is even bigger with almost 500 people. And I thought something has to be done, if not if not us, if not better place, then somebody else will do. And, and then we jumped into it in 2015. Uh, so I quit my job in 2014, did my market research, and then started better place in 2015. So it's now seven and a half years of better place, focusing on creating uh, solutions for the blue collar ecosystem. Mm. And, and I saw that your company's name has uh, safety as well as part of it, Better Place Safety Solutions. I'm just wondering if there's any significance to that. Uh, not really, Hari. Uh, so we, when we started Better Place, so Better Place, the significance of Better Place is that we want to create a better place for millions of people, right? And that's the reason you see our uh, logo as well, which has B and heart into it, right? Uh, mm. At the same time, it, it is also... The, the two lines are not connected, which basically shows that it's an unlimited opportunity that we want to create for people, right? So it's limitless. Uh, or internally, we call it a scene. Um, so safety solution. Uh, in the beginning, we started with one topic that was background verification. Okay. Uh, and we just said it's a safety solution. But as we started working, we saw all the different opportunities we kept adding. Uh, but but in the current context, safety as such has no uh, meaning. So it's more of a legal entity name rather than a, uh, our business uh, profession. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask you what, what your first commercial product was like and who were your earliest customers. And then maybe we can talk about what better place is today. Certainly. So the first thing that we started, Hari, uh, uh, is a is a KYC background verification product in 2015. The idea was that uh, we uh, do the credentials check of people and start building data and that becomes our hook uh, mm -hmm. into the customer landscape, right? And once we have the KYC hook, we start building on top of that, the onboarding solution, the higher ATS, the training, attendance, payroll and compliance. So our goal was that there should be one thing where we create a lot of value to the customers uh, and, and we looked into various different things. Should we start with KYC? Should we start with training? Should we start with payroll? And we zeroed down on KYC because that was kind of uh, completely manual, no technology, uh, large opportunity, strong enmity and loyalty with the customers. So we said, let's start with this as a solution, first step, right? So that's mm -hmm. what we did. And we continue to do that for almost three years uh, 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 without changing anything, right? Just enhancing the product. And then we started adding one after the other component. So we added uh, 
uh, onboarding solution into it. Then we uh, added attendance. Uh, now we have added uh, a payroll. We acquired company for digital training. We just launched HireATS platform on top of it. And we are expanding with multiple other uh, modules as well. Our first customer was in 2015. We signed our first customer on 15th of June, uh, 2015, six months after being into the product development. Uh, uh, that was House Joy, uh, which was like Urban Club, where they were, uh, yeah. Urban Company, where they were uh, uh, creating a marketplace for beauticians and other work, right? Uh, so that's where Sunil Sunil was the founder of the company. I went and pitched to him. He got super excited with the technology, and that's how we got our first customer. And it's a uh, it's just uh, since then the journey is growing. We have five hundred plus customers across, across different sectors, uh, focusing largely on medium to large uh, customers. Mm. Uh, maybe you can delve into that a little more. Uh, today, what has Better Place evolved into, both in terms of a, a technology for this whole sector, uh, connecting all different stakeholders, and also uh, as a company, as a business, give us a sense of what you've become. Yes, absolutely. So we started with background verification, as I said. Today, we are uh, end-to-end uh, SaaS platform for blue-collar enterprise itself. So if you take an example of uh, any company like Danzo or Zipto or Amazon, they are looking at hiring, or Licious, they are looking at hiring uh, uh, thousands of people uh, every year, right? Uh, so they start the journey of hiring people uh, with identification of resources. Uh, so we provide that, uh, including Hire ATS, which is applicant tracking system. Once you identify the resource, you have selected the resource, which is through the platform, you want to onboard the resource. So onboarding basically includes your KYC, your data, your employment letters, uh, generation, signing of the documents, PF, ESI, registration, other things. All these things were manual. Now we have digitized that entire piece, right? So if you are Bangalore, you are in Bangalore and you want to hire somebody in Guwahati or in Kanpur, you can just hire remotely and onboard remotely completely. Once you have hired the person, now you want to increase uh, the productivity by pr providing the required training. Right? So we have again a digital uh, solution for that, which is integrated into the same mobile app, uh, which is uh, uh, for upskilling. Uh, you can provide any kind of upskilling, which is like usage of their specific mobile to the financial policies, to code of conduct, to uh, any other soft trainings, uh, customer experience, whatever you want, you can create this content and assessment is inbuilt to in, mm. in, uh, inbuilt so that process runs, right? Post that, you want uh, to do their rostering, scheduling, shift management, attendance, and that results into your payroll and compliance file. Mm. So that's the entire piece that we provide to uh, an employer from onboarding to offboarding that we call efficiency as a solution. Mm. Right? Mm. The second part that we do is the productivity, which is the training I already mentioned. But what we can do is that we can also provide training before the person joins you. Sometimes what happens is that you hire a person and then you do a training for one day or one week or two weeks. And that's a loss to the company, right? Because you're keeping the people on the bench and most of the blue collar, the cost 
is, is very high. Uh, so they want to reduce and become more efficient. So we focus on productivity. So you can actually train your employees before they join you as part of a pre-skilling program that we run. So Licious, for example, partners with us. And Licious and we certify people before they join Licious, right? So a person can come, start taking training, get a certification from Better Place and Licious, and then join Licious. So the training time is reduced, right? Uh, finally, we do, uh, so that's the productivity. And then we do uh, uh, the, the gig model where we acquired OLX people in OKGO last year, uh, last year and OKGO this year. Mm. So there, what we do, uh, Hari, is that companies say that now I'm using your software for efficiency and productivity, but one of my challenges, where are the people? So we say, okay, we have the data, we have the people, I take care of the entire process for you itself, right? So when you are, let's say Amazon, you need 10,000 people, I take care of the entire process for you, from identification of the resource to offboarding, right? Mm. Uh, in that case, you don't have to bother about uh, uh, bother about hiring the person that is completely taken over by Better Place through its platform, mm. and that's where the supply and gig model comes in, uh, and that is uh, through acquisition that we have started, uh, and this brings a lot of uh, opportunity for the people to increase their income further and companies to increase their efficiency and optimize their resources, right? And finally, what we do is that we partner with insurance companies, we partner with merchandise companies, we partner with, uh, now we are working with NBFCs and we'll be launching uh, towards the end of this year for credit. So most of these companies, they want to distribute uh, products and solutions to the people, right? Like insurance and, and, and credit and other things. Mm. They do not have data and they do not have distribution engine. So what we have done, we partner with them and use our engagement and club these two things together and offer solutions to uh, individuals for insurance and other products, like I mentioned, mm. as, as additional value-added services. Mm. So I guess no wonder that in recent times, you all have been growing pretty fast. I saw a few reports, that one of them Absolutely. said you grew 100% and so on. That's a, that's a, that's there are two reasons for that, Hari. One is that our uh, product portfolio is increasing. That increases our uh, uh, TAM and other things uh, and, and, and uh, our ARPU, ARPA with customer. Mm. Uh, second is that uh, post-COVID, there is a huge shift towards digitization, right? Uh, organizations that could do physical training or physical onboarding, they can't do that anymore or it's very inefficient, right? So they want to use technology. That has helped us in uh, adoption of uh, our solutions faster than it was uh, prior to COVID. So both solution uh, portfolio increase and uh, adoption overall in the industry. Mm -hmm. So today, give us a sense of the scale of your operations and the number of end-user job seekers that you touch on a daily basis. And I think you already mentioned over 500 customers. And you can also talk about uh, your funding, uh, important investors, uh, ARR, and you know some growth metrics. Certainly. Uh, so we right now we manage roughly uh, four million people through our uh, efficiency and productivity software, which is your uh, workforce management uh, through our customers, right? So the customers mm -hmm. uh, like like. Amazon or JLL or Big Basket or Dunzos, they use a system for managing their workforce. 
uh, that's roughly 4 million people. Mm. Uh, and with that, we are the largest in this space with the number of people here in India. Um, on the total database of uh, job seekers uh, that we have in our uh, platform uh, is it's, it's almost uh, 28 million. But okay. we go with a very targeted model of identifying person for a particular job. So, and that we work only with our strategic customers there. Right? Uh, so, on a monthly basis, we go around uh, uh, 300 to 400,000 people wherever we see the right opportunities. Uh, so, we do not work with SME right now, but uh, customer numbers can increase and, and numbers of uh, openings can increase. So, we concentrate on that. Um, from an investor's point of view, we have uh, Jungle is one of our key investors. Jungle is the Singapore-based uh, yeah. VC fund. Mm. We have 314, uh, Pranav uh, is on the board. We have Unitas, which is our seed investor. Mm. We have VH Capital. We have CDC, or now it's called BII, right. uh, which is the British uh, International Investments. Uh, they are, are on our cap table. Uh, we have six partners our cap table, uh, so that's that's largely the investors that we have uh, on board right now. Um, altogether, we have raised uh, uh, with with the current round going on. Uh, we have raised more than sixty million so far. Might be will close this at uh, around eighty million. Uh, next overall raise to eighty million by by October. Uh, and then we are looking at doing our Series D sometime early next year. And you asked us on ARR point of view. So we do right now around 75 million in gross revenue. Mm. Uh, that's only India. Mm. We are uh, we are uh, working on our Southeast Asia opportunity, which is Indonesia and Malaysia. And altogether, we would be roughly uh, 100 10 million in ARR by by December this year. The fiscal year we will end at around 140 to 150 million uh, in gross revenue. And, and and how does that compare to 2021? Just to get a sense of your growth. 2021 financial year, which is March this year, uh, hmm. we did around 32 million in uh, uh, revenue. Wow! And so this uh, year you're revenue. like you you like going. Almost four times. Yeah, four times roughly this year. We should be. It's more than four times actually. Uh, All right. Yeah, I, I know you spoke about the the increased adoption of uh, digital. I just want to get a better sense of uh, how you know what are some of the factors that are coming together to accelerate your growth so much. I think there are three things, sorry, in my mind. Number one is uh, expansion. So we have a land and expand strategy. Right. So expansion into our existing customer base with multiple solution product portfolio that we have, right? Mm. So with the acquisition of OLX people last year or OKGO this year, uh, Oust, which was a training module last year, mm. uh, and we in, uh, organically built a lot of solutions around higher ATS and payroll and compliance, uh, scheduling and other things. So the ARPA, which is average revenue per account, the ARPA mm. has gone up significantly over last uh, uh, 12, 18 months, right? Mm. So that's one driver uh, where adoption is going and our solution offering have increased. So our expansion into existing customer base and new acquisitions is going uh, fairly fast, right? So that's one reason. 
The second reason is also our uh, uh, inorganic uh, strategy that we took mm-hmm. uh, that helped us to grow business as well as uh, as well as increases our product portfolio, but also gets us customer base right and revenue. And we do a lot of cross sell and upsell post uh, acquisition, so that has helped us quite a bit, right? So as as I said, that we acquired uh, OLX people and house, and when we bundle everything one we got customer base expand into that we got revenue and build on top of that as cross-selling and third is now that we are doing geographical expansion into uh, indonesia and and malaysia and potentially in uh, other parts of south asia and middle east mm-hmm. that will help us further expand uh, our geographical presence and increase our gross uh, revenue have you all have you all been profitable for a while or you're kind of putting all the money back into growth and you know going after growth when you're able to no you're absolutely right uh, ari uh, so we are a growing company and what we are looking at is 2x 3x 5x growth year on year right i mean that's drives us right now mm-hmm. so as a business unit we are always profitable right because you always in a b2b environment you generate positive cash uh but what we have done we bring that money back into our uh, technology uh build products for future mm. uh as well as we work on uh, uh new strategies new directions uh so we invest back a lot of money and that's where we are raising capital as well right both mm. organic and inorganic growth path so the idea is that we move closer to a billion dollar in gross revenue mm. by 24 25 and 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 uh, and that's where we keep continuously uh, investing heavily into uh, the business but mm-hmm. we are very sure that by end of next financial year we would be uh, ebitda profitable uh, as well mm-hmm. in terms of valuation you must already be a unicorn right i mean i've kind of missed that part right now uh, uh, the valuation on which we are raising we are not but we are very sure that in the series d we should be there Okay, all right. Can can you give us a sense of you know, some of the innovations that you're really proud of that you've developed over over the years? I'm just trying to get a sense of you know, looking at your uh, rapid growth. What is it like? What, what some of the biggest problems you're solving for your customers that's making your technology uh, valuable and therefore maybe you know get a sense of some of the innovations that you've developed and brought to market. Certainly, Hari. Uh, so first is so how customers used to work in this environment is uh, it was completely manual or excel based uh, if you have to hire let's say you are at quarter in bangalore and you want to hire somebody in guwahati you need to have a person in guwahati who is interviewing the person then collecting the documents then taking these documents Uh, into an excel or taking a xerox and uploading into some file and then process goes on then you go to a pf site register there you go to esi register there and so on that was one of the problems so what we have done we have digitized this entire piece now so what you do is that you want to hire somebody send a link to the person the person takes a picture of let's say aadhar card and mm-hmm. all the data is written automatically by the system it organizes entire thing and integrates with pf esi employment letter kyc everything is done at the click right 
So entire process which used to take manual effort and few days is done in a click now. Right? That's the first biggest change that we have brought into the process. Mm. So every step which was manual is removed. Right? Second is that we have built this large uh, data pool as well. Right? So now you want to hire somebody. Let's say you want to hire Praveen. Praveen has worked with uh, company A and company B and you are hiring now. You can actually look with all the consent and privacy policies built into it. You can immediately track what is the history of Praveen right, through the data. And you do not have to repeat the same process again and again because you have the master data available at the central location. right? So companies can collaborate with each other. And, and because there's a lot of attrition happening, people keep moving from company A to company B to company C. This gives you a very strong perspective on the right resource, you want to hire, you don't want to hire, and so on. Right? So that's the second thing which part of onboarding that we have done. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, the, sec the, the, the other part is the digital training. I think most of the companies were struggling on creating uh, digital training, right? So the trainings used to be physical, bring people into a classroom, train the people, uh, and then they will go back to their own destination of work. Or sometimes you don't even train, you just hire the person, the person starts working, and the productivity takes a hit, right? Now we have created a contextual, uh, lifelong or continuous training program where based on, your, uh, based on your job role, your location, you keep getting your training modules, you do it, you do assessment, and so on, right? So that has changed productivity uh, for organizations uh, to, to 20 to 30% increase uh, from a productivity point of view. And all the companies who work on this, they really love because these are micro learnings. Uh, Blue Collar do not have the, the patience or attention span of like half a day, one day continuous learning and they forget. So you can actually, let's say you move from, uh, you're a security guard, you move from main door to, uh, let's say the, the data center. Immediately, you can learn what do I need to do in the data sector. Uh, and there's a lot of contextual uh, things built into that. So that's something which is uh, very well uh, accepted. Uh, the third thing that we have done is the entire process of scheduling and rostering and just-in-time resource availability. Right? Mm. Uh, for example, let's say you want to hire 10 people tomorrow for two hours. How do you get them? And how do the individual plan the rostering saying, okay, I'm available this two hours, right? So individual mm -hmm. gets a mobile app. They can define their availability for next day or next week or next month. I am free between 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Or I am free between 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. only on this specific date. Mm -hmm. Now, another company says, I want them on this time. So that's a very smart artificial intelligence engine that runs because it's not only matching available hours, it also matches the skills. It matches the location from job A to job B. If I have to travel for an hour, then people will not pick up those tasks. Uh, it matches the, the, the age that you want to have. It matches the attrition patterns. There's a lot of artificial intelligence that we have built underneath that based on uh, all the data that we have. And that actually increases availability of resource pool and efficiency for both organization as well as individual. Individual can earn more money per hour and organizations can uh, save money by utilizing just-in-time resources, right? 
that's a that's the other thing that we have done and the last thing that we are working on is creating again um, based on the data persona of people this persona can determine whether you want to give them credit whether you want to give them insurance if i give credit can it be two weeks long or can it be two years long right depending on different uh, data points history social uh, job trend uh, longevity of uh, work and things like that it's, there are almost 120 different inputs that goes into that uh, to define the persona of an individual and this persona can be used by an nbfc to distribute or give loan to them or this could be used by an insurance company to find out what is the right insurance products for them or uh, a health health company uh, to provide them and there are multiple other options that we are looking at so there is a lot of solutions where we have innovated and then the data analytics and the artificial intelligence that runs on top of it creates a uh, uh, value which is not seen right uh, and and our goal is that they are all underserved and how do we bring them to uh, professional financial literacy principle mm. i mean i know you uh, you've approached this as a horizontal saas company if i understand this right that's right hari so within that i'm just uh, thinking uh, are there opportunity opportunities to look at specific verticals and also to go a little bit higher from a uh, sort of classical blue collar worker to someone who's not exactly a white collar job seeker but probably somewhere in the middle maybe like an entry level bpo staffer for a company that services insurance customers or a, uh, even an entry level uh, a nurse maybe in a hospital or in the hospitality industry someone who's just uh, joining a hotel uh, i'm just thinking a lot I mean, does it make sense to you is that an opportunity or it's a would that be a distraction for you are you are bang on um, so we we divide this white collar blue collar and in between the gray collar mm. and as a solution we cater to blue collar and gray collar and we combine together we call it the frontline workforce in principle right? uh so that includes some of our customers are already like bfsi for their uh, uh bpo staff or the field sales guys right so uh, like sdfc uh, ergo and others uh, and we also do hospitality uh where the the frontline or the, the support staff as well as the front desk staff for example mm-hmm. or we do uh health where we cater to the support staff like uh the caretaker the boys the nurses but we don't go beyond that right we just stop ourselves to that level so we work with uh, uh, hospitals like uh, uh, rainbow hospital which is a children's hospital and few other uh, uh, health aggregators uh, as well right so absolutely we go in that direction we believe uh, the other thing that we strongly believe is that people who enter let's say the very end entry level job like a delivery boy uh, what is the path right delivery boy might like to become a warehouse manager or might like to be in a in a retail store or might be something else so we also provide through our direct interaction with the individual upskilling programs right so if i say i have aspiration uh, and that you can do through our uh, mobile app called rocket so if i have aspiration i am a delivery boy today but i have an aspiration to become let's say a sales executive mm-hmm. so we do an assessment and based on the assessment outcome we suggest to the trainings that you should go through and those trainings are all built into our app only right and then you do those trainings 
Uh, and and uh, again, finally, you have an assessment. If you clear the assessment, you get a certificate. And with that certificate, you actually can get a job with our partner organizations without any interview process. Uh, you can directly be hired by the organization as and when there are opportunity or open positions in those organizations. Mm-hmm. Given that you're growing at a scorching pace, uh, there's a massive opportunity ahead of you. What might be your biggest challenges ahead? What could hold you back? I think the biggest challenge that I foresee, uh, one is uh, our own internal execution. So we mm. get complacent with innovation. We get complacent with execution. Because whenever whenever you are growing, um, you think you are leading the space and you stop innovation. You, you become complacent. You stop uh, focusing on efficiency and execution internally. Uh, so that could be one area which we are very, very focused on that it has to be, that's where we spend a lot of money on our R&D and futuristic thing. The second uh, thing that I strongly believe is uh, that we are focusing on large enterprise right now uh, where, where there are employees north of 2,000 people, right? And the second opportunity we see is SME. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our goal is to figure out the right model for SME right? because there are companies with 50 employees, 100 employees, and this is a huge market in India and Indonesia and entire South Asia for that matter. Mm. How do we uh, penetrate into that market? What is the right solution? Can we take the same solution or we have to do something? What we have learned from past is that whenever you start, uh, uh, when we start with the freemium model and you want to monetize it, it becomes very hard uh, to get into, right? Mm. That's the second thing that, uh, uh, I foresee that we have to work on. The third thing is that there are a lot of uh, policies uh, which are coming up. For example, uh, FinTech, which we believe would be a very strong uh, solutions out of our product portfolio. But given the current uh, policies with RBI, how do we go about it? What are the things that we have to do so that we are absolutely compliant and still uh, able to deliver what we want to deliver, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the new policies, there are some solutions that we had designed, like uh, uh, like like uh, uh, life credit kind of thing on PPI. That mm-hmm. is not a solution anymore. So we have to stop it and we have to think about something else altogether now. Mm-hmm. So some of those things we have to be cognizant of, watchful of, and keep adapting. But uh, when you are dealing with people, when you are dealing with uh, uh, workforce, there are always laws that you have to work with, right? The new labor laws, how is that going to impact us? Uh, well, while we feel that the new labor laws are very favorable to both individual and organization, but we have to be always cognizant of that. So those are the things that I see uh, as 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 a current uh, challenge having. Okay. Over the next 12 months or so, what might be your top priorities? Make every customer a reference customer. So increase adoption, make them happy, take the largest share of their wallet. That's one. Uh, we have acquired few companies, uh, integrate all the products into one portfolio. I think acquiring companies is easy. Integration is where you have to spend time. So that would be with launch in Indonesia and Malaysia and Thailand. Entire stack works on one. That would be our second and create a template for international expansions and Indonesia, Malaysia being template for that. Uh, so that's the second most uh, important priority for us right now. 
All right. Very nice update uh, plugin on Better Place. Thank you again for making time for this and definitely hope to keep the conversation going. Lovely talking to you, Hari. Have a very good day. That's it for this conversation. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakali. Thank you for listening.